The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello again, New York Giants fans, and welcome to a new edition of the Valentine's Views podcast here on Big Blue View Radio, part of your SB Nation family of podcasts. I'm your host, Ed Valentine of Big Blue View. On today's show, I had planned an interview for you with offensive line analyst Brandon Thorne. Brandon and I did that interview, went through a lot of questions about the Giants offensive line, and about an hour later... Giants offensive tackle Nate Solder announced that he would be opting out of the 2020 NFL season uh, due to the COVID-19 pandemic and his concerns over his uh, his family's health and the well-being of uh, of his community. So, our, unfortunately, I went back, I listened to the interview with Brandon. We talked about Nate Solder so much and about the idea that Andrew Thomas would play right tackle and be paired on that side with Kevin Zeitler. We talked about all of those things so much that that I really found that, that I just couldn't salvage that interview. We'll try again with Brandon at another point in time. But uh, unfortunately, what you get today is you get just me talking mostly about Nate Solder and the COVID-19 pandemic. Listen, you know... When it comes to Nate Solder, I had been saying for a while that if any of the Giants were going to opt out, that Nate Solder would be the most likely Giant to to do so. Solder is a guy who has had his own personal battle with testicular cancer. He has a five-year-old son who since infancy has been battling a Wilms tumor, which is a rare form of kidney cancer. Uh, his son Hudson is still undergoing treatment for which he takes uh, Nate and his wife take Hudson to Boston every so often for, for treats, treatment for that cancer. So obviously there are serious health concerns within his own household that uh, that Solder had to consider with the uh, with the pandemic continuing to rage and he chose to uh, to play it safe and to uh, to opt out of playing in the 2020 NFL season. 
I want to uh, quickly read to you just part of what Solder said in his announcement uh, that he that he wouldn't play in 2020. He said, our family has health concerns, most notably our son's ongoing battle with cancer, as well as my own bout with cancer. We also welcomed a new addition to our family this spring, a baby boy. With fear and trembling, we struggle to keep our priorities in order. And for us, our children's health and the health of our neighbors comes before football. We fully recognize that being able to make a decision like this is a privilege. Listen, I give Nate Solder all the credit in the world for making this decision. I respect his decision. I respect Nate Solder as a man. I've had the opportunity to talk to him on a few occasions. He is not the most talkative guy. He is not the easiest interview because he really doesn't like to talk to the media. He comes from the Bill Belichick school where he gives you as little as possible when you talk to him. Unless, of course, you want to talk to him about some of the things that he does off the field to help underprivileged children and to uh, to help people around the world who don't uh, who don't have things as as good as he does and as good as many of us do here in America. But uh, I give Solder all the credit in the world, and as I said, I have a lot of respect for him. Listen, and people who I don't have respect for are those who took to Twitter. Uh, when the initial reports came out uh, yesterday saying that, that Solder was expected to report, basically rooting for him to reconsider and, and you know, saying that uh, that they wished he wouldn't play, or, or those who are actually happy about the fact that he's chosen not to play. Listen, this is his livelihood, and he's chosen not to pursue it. There's nothing there to be happy about in that sense. What I'm happy about is the example that Nate Solder is setting. The fact that he is putting his family, his neighborhood, the people around him, health and safety first, instead of putting his own desires, his own needs, and his own pocketbook first. So I give him all the credit in the world. And those of you who are happy about Solder's opt-out or who were rooting for Solder's opt-out, the only thing I can say is shame on you guys. I just I, I have no respect for, for that kind of an opinion. I'm sorry. You're you know, the, the Constitution says that you can have it, but uh, I have no respect for uh, for anyone who, who who has that opinion. So, you know, the, the other part of of the equation for the Giants now is what happens on the field. All right. Solder had a, a huge cap hit. And it's it's my understanding as of as of right now that that his 16 million dollar cap hit will come off the books. His contract tolls, which means it basically pauses until next season because he's a high risk opt out. He gets a three hundred and fifty thousand dollar advance on next year's contract. But his contract, which was scheduled to expire with the Giants after the 2021 season, now rolls through 2022. So he'll carry if the if he remains with the Giants, he'll carry a nineteen point five million dollar cap hit next season. You know that's down the road. It remains to be seen if the Giants will keep Solder uh, in twenty twenty one. But for now, the question is: A will they use any of that sixteen million dollars that they're clearing 
to uh, to go out into the free agent market, sign someone like Jadavian Clowney or Logan Ryan or a center like Justin Britt, someone who can add some experience and some... Uh, of course, we all know that uh, that pass rush has been a need for the Giants. And even with the the expected signing of of Marcus Golden who should be signing his uh, his free agent tender any day now uh, pass rush help is, is always uh, always appreciated so so perhaps Clowney is back on the table that's not a move I would make necessarily but uh, but who knows what Dave Gettleman and Joe Judge will decide to do I mean the other option is to just hold on to that money roll it over into 2021 and use that to uh, to go into the 2021 offseason with more flexibility to uh, to make moves in free agency remember that the the salary cap because of covid-19 the salary cap is actually likely to go down in 2021 so perhaps the smart play is to hold on to that money we'll have to wait and see what the giants do but they did clear some money the other question of course will be what happens with the lineup. Will the Giants take Andrew Thomas, first-round pick, fourth overall, and move him to left tackle? That seems to be the thing that makes sense because the two players most likely to uh, to end up as the, the replacement in the lineup for Nate Solder, veteran Cameron Fleming, who the Giants signed in the offseason as a swing tackle, would seem better suited to the right side, as would... Nick Gates, who played a little bit on the right side of the line, one game at guard, one game at tackle last year, played some left tackle in the preseason. But Gates is a is really a right side player, especially at the tackle position. So it would seem to make sense that uh, that the Giants would move Andrew Thomas to the left side. We do get an opportunity on Friday to hold a video conference with Giants coach Joe Judge. We'll ask him about that. He probably won't tell us what the plan is, but I would guess going forward that Thomas would probably go to the left side and that either Fleming or Gates would wind up as your starting right tackle. I wouldn't anticipate Matt Pert, the third-round draft pick, being a, a guy that the Giants would want to use as a day one or week one starter. Most of the, the people that you talk to, including uh, Pert's head coach at UConn, Randy Edsel, believe that Pert needs a year of development time before actually being ready to be a quality NFL right tackle. So I would think that the Giants would try not to have Pert in the lineup initially. So, But we'll see where that goes. We'll see how that all unfolds. An interesting, interesting development for the Giants. Not really an incredibly surprising one. All right, Giants fans, to be honest, that's really all I have for today. The, the solder news being uh, being fresh and being interesting and, and, of course, leaving the Giants with some decisions to make. As always, thank you for listening. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.